Now, speak to me. I love you. Yes, speak to me of love. I love you. Now be eloquent, be brilliant for me. I love you. Very much. I ask for cream and you give me milk and water. I... I adore you. And giving praise is very hard. Have you ever been tongue-tied that way when you really admire somebody or you really uh, are falling in love with somebody and you want to be able to express that and you just get totally tongue-tied or you love your kids and you want to express that to them in a way that doesn't sound dull it doesn't sound dry it doesn't sound just like a throwaway I love you you know it's got that flat feel you want to be able to tell them something special about them something specific I love the way that you're so generous with your toys all right love that you are honest with me when it's difficult to do that honey you know you want to be able to have that skill and that drop was from Cyrano de Bergerac a very good movie if you haven't seen that and this is the from the original version and right now I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner and my show is the rational basis of happiness I'm a clinical psychologist and right now I'd like to turn to the phones and I will welcome let me see if I've got your name right Iana is that right? Ayana, yes, ma'am. Ayana, okay. Ayana, you're having some difficulty with somebody who's uh, not always right, <laughs> and you want to know how to deal with them? Yeah, well, you know, basically, um, I was really, it took me a long time to get the question right. Okay. Um, but this person is a very difficult person to deal with. Um, I'm not the only person that he's frequently wrong. Um, I'm wondering if, in fact, he has selective hearing or amnesia, and I'm just not sure how to deal with him. Okay. Is he at work, or are you married to him, or a relationship? We're it- we in a live-in a live relationship. Okay. And by live-in, you mean you live together and it's a romantic partnership? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And tell me what goes on. What are you observing? Because I think your question is, is this a memory problem? Or is he just avoiding me? Or is he clueless? Or I'm curious if he's avoiding um, a lot of things. Um, for one, like when we have a discussion, he frequently forgets what he says to me. And um, then later in the conversation, if it comes up again. It's not exactly what we talked about. Um, I don't think it's a problem with memory, if if you will. I think it's a character flaw. I'm, I'm, that sounds terrible to say, but yeah, I mean, he'll argue me down about something he is so wrong about. He, he's not correct at all. And I'm just at a standpoint with him where I feel like it's pulling teeth just to get him to communicate. And he says, I'm a bad communicator, and I don't think that's true either, but I'm not sure what to do. Okay, so um, you're saying he forgets. Sometimes I can forget what my husband tells me, or he can forget what I've told him, and that's because we're really focused on something else. We may be answering an email, and we're only half listening, and we give out that 
uh, you know how you can say, yeah, yeah, I hear you, but you don't hear right. the person. So sometimes it's just that you've lost focus and you're not intending okay. any harm at all. Sometimes it's um, not so much that you lost focus, but the person isn't important to you. So have you ever been with somebody and they start telling you about their grandmother's hernia? <laughs> I don't know. They start telling you something and you tune and you out. your eyes up. And, and you're you, like, I'm not listening. And you tune out and you can still look like you're tracking them. You go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the person thinks that you are so into this hernia <laughs> that you're just, you're, you want to know every graphic detail. And the fact is, is that you're, your mind is elsewhere. You're planning your shopping list or you're planning okay. what you're going, what TV you're, show you're going to watch. So sometimes it's more that you're not that important or what you're talking about is boring to the person. And so that's why one of the listening skills or one of the both listening and speaking skills, this would actually be a, a speaking skill, Ayana, would be to occasionally say, um, did you hear me or are you following me? Not as a, did you hear me? You know, not with that edge in your voice, right. but it's just seeing if they're tracking me or did you get what I just said or what did you hear me just say? And if the person repeats it, they're more likely to have encode to encode it meaning to retain it mm. so it could just be as you say a character flaw that he's not focused if it's on something that's really important like were you drinking again or did you sleep with her <laughs> you know that obviously right. i'm right. pulling out some uh, contentious ones and the person is going oh I, I don't know what you're talking about or they just look like they're it, it could be a it could be much more than not just a character flaw, but it could be that they're dishonest. I mean, that right. is a character I, flaw, I think but that's what I'm coming up to. And so, what is he saying that where you think the person is dishonest? And that is called evasion. They're pushing away. Mm -hmm. They're pushing you away. They're pushing away areas that they don't want to discuss, and they don't want okay, to. Okay, I will give you an example, and not to cut you off. And I'm we're yeah. highly into it right now. Um, when Thursday, uh, we are we are motorcycle riders. Okay. And we do a lot together. Um, there are times where I know every person wants to have private time, so I wait for him to invite me instead of inviting myself to go along. Yeah. And it seems as if, I don't know, m maybe we're at a place now where if, if I don't ask, then he, it seems like he doesn't you know, want me to go, which is not a problem because I find a lot of other things to fill up my time. But nevertheless, he says, we're not going to go somewhere. And then he gets dressed in front of me and um, shaves his face and gets all dressed. And I don't think it's another woman that, that I'm almost sure of. But I'm just not sure what it is. He gets dressed, and then he comes over and he says, um, I'm going to go ahead and go over there for a little bit, and um, and, and I'll be back in a, you know in a few hours or so. And now I'm thinking when he well, and then he says, um, "Is that okay? You know, is what's wrong? You know, immediately he's accusing me of I can't even act like there's something wrong. Yeah. It's before I even get it out. He's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, there is nothing wrong, darling. You know, I'm just tired of this." And I mean, he gets really, you know, upset when he's get, not getting the response from me that he wants. It doesn't even matter if it's true yeah. to me, but it's what he wants to hear. What does he want to hear? 
Um, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think that he would be ready for the truth that I think that it's really dishonest and a little bit cruel to tell someone we're not, we've been invited together and then say, oh, I'm just going to go over here instead of saying, you know, I'm just going to ride with the fellas today. And, you know, then I know off top, but now it's like, oh, well, I don't, it's not my fault that you're upset that, and I'm not really not upset is what he doesn't know. It's not my fault that you're upset. Uh, because okay. I changed my mind. So there's a skill that I use in therapy sometimes, and this isn't therapy. This is just passing this along, which is who's right. in the room. Meaning if I, let's say that I snap at my husband, and we have a really good relationship, so this is just a pretend example here. But let's say that okay. I snap at him, and it doesn't match the situation. Let's say he was just opening the fridge, and I snap at him, and he goes, you know, where's that coming from? And... I might say it's nothing or I might just make something up. And if he said to me, if a therapist said to me, Ellen, who was in the room at that time? And I said, oh, my God, I remember when my sisters used to do this or when my mother or my father or my uncle used to do this. You know, who's in the room? It could be an injury from the past. And he's responding. Mm -hmm. Maybe you said, how old are you? I'm 37. Okay, so you're not you're not uh, starting out in life. <laughs> Meaning, right. you have some history. Both of you, I'm assuming he's a little older too. You both have some history he's under 41. your belt. Right. So, uh, meaning that if if it's and I know we only have a few seconds left, but if it's the case where um, where he's just snapping at you but it, but it isn't really you it's from something in his past you could share that with him you could say you know I noticed that you say what's wrong to me right away and nothing's wrong help me understand where that's coming from draw him okay. out try to wonder, let him feel comfortable explaining that and then give him a direction say you know it would be better if you said I'd prefer to drive along with the guys that's fine to say honey and see if that works at all Okay. Listen, thank you so much for the call, and I wish you some wonderful motorcycle rides with or without him. And thank you, and you have a good evening. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.